Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Vagistine Podcast. It's Vanessa here, and you know we're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. So before we jump into our episode with the amazing Luna Matadas, um, I just wanted to give you a few reminders about how you can contribute to the podcast and just some updates. So um, Vagistine was just at American University a few weeks ago and was just in Atlanta for the Sex Down South Conference, and they were both amazing. Vagisteam is currently on tour right now, and so if you work at a college, attend the college, know somebody that goes to a college, if you're celebrating a bat mitzvah, baby shower, whatever it is, and you want Vagisteam there, invite me out, and I'll definitely be sure to come, and hit me up at Vagisteam at gmail.com so you can get your speaker packet. Another way you can contribute to the podcast If you have an iPhone and you listen to this podcast using the Purple Podcast, Apple Podcast app, go ahead and leave a review and rate the podcast. It is extremely important because it's another way that I'm able to spread all this vagisteam and it's a way so that other people can find the podcast. Remember to follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Vagisteam, and make sure that you send your questions about love, sex, relationships, and anything in between at Vagisteam at gmail.com. You can also text your questions to 443-692-7802. I hope you all enjoy the show. Thanks so much for tuning in every week. I see y'all. Thanks for sending me your little love notes on Instagram. I see y'all's DMs. Make sure you send your questions so when we're ready to do the next questions episode, I got you. And I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope all is well. I'll see you soon. Not next week, though. I'll tell you why. I'm sorry, y'all. So I need to go get my mind right, but I also need to go celebrate my aunt's 80th birthday party in Haiti. So I'm going to be out of the country. And you know, the way that um, the internet, I mean, the internet is set up in Haiti, we ain't got that LTE. We don't we don't have all the stuffs here. So I can't up the Wi-Fi ain't set up the same. So um listen, you gonna have to give me a little while. Um, but also self-care. Um, I know, I appreciate it. I actually believe in it. So um enjoy. And if you really miss me, go back and listen to the episodes. Make sure you tell a friend or five about the Vagisteam podcast if it's one of your favorites. And have a great week, y'all. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Vagisteam Podcast. It's Vanessa here. And you know we're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. And today, I have one of my faves on, Luda Matadas. And we are talking about eating the booty. Eating ass, eating the booty like groceries. And I'm so excited. She's on. Hey, Luna. Hey, I'm so excited to talk about eating it like a donut hole. Yes, donut hole. I love how there's just so many different, like, connotations associated. Like, when I posted this online, some folks, like, had a whole bunch, like, d- the dugout, the every, like, just had so many different <laughs> connotations associated with this. So I'm just so excited to talk about this with you. Me too, me how, too. How are you? 
I'm great. I'm like, I was thinking about this all day. So basically I was thinking about buttholes all day. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm thinking about like our, um, how our, our connection kind of came together. Yes. And I'm just so happy to see Vagistein like talking about things like eating ass and kind of putting this information out there. Yes. So I'm, I'm just so happy to be having your chat tonight. I'm so excited. So tell us about yourself. Who's Luna? Who are you? What do you do? And what got you started and interested in your work? Yeah. Um, so I'm Luna Matadas, and I'm a sex and pleasure educator based out of Toronto, Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been doing sexual health, kind of health promotion and health information sharing for about 10 years, but mainly from a public health perspective. And uh, what I found that was missing consistently was totally people choosing pleasure (laughs) over many of the other decision-making options they have. Um, But yet most of us like never really had access to good sex ed. Like, I don't know about you, but Mm. like I went to Catholic school and so I didn't really learn anything about pleasure or, or pleasure anatomy. And so it was really um, a cool opportunity for me to get started with teaching uh, workshops that are focused around people's fantasies and shame-free pleasure education at uh, feminist sex shops in Toronto. And now I get to teach all over the place, uh, which is amazing. And I love being with you in New Orleans. That was super fun. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm just like, I'm so excited to, to have platforms like this where we can talk about real things that people do during their sexy time, yes. you know, like eating ass is not going to come up in like a, <laughs> I don't know, kind of like a family life book, but so, like, you know, <laughs> where are you going to get this information if not here? <laughs> that is so true. And I think, I mean, one, first of all, to go back, I mean, who would have thought that two Catholic schoolgirls, same, Hail Mary, how you doing? We ha- You see, I knew there was something about you. Um, who would have yeah. thought? I right? used the uniform for something different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Well, I had penny loafers. I don't know what shoes you had. Like, I had the penny loafers with my uniform. So it's all it's all coming together. It's all coming together now. <laughs> I had these awful men's shoes because my mom didn't know the difference between like big girl shoes for no. big feet and like men's shoes. So let's not talk about like my fashion issues I'm during sorry. Catholic <laughs> So when I think about one, who would have thought two Catholic school girls would be here? You're talking, you know, both talking about sex, both like talking about like pleasure and stuff. And so I just, I always find that connection interesting because I feel like everyone has started, everyone, a lot of people that I know have started with like a religious background. It's like, look at us now. Look at us now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like I get a lot of messages on my Instagram with people asking, you know, like, oh, like, how did you get to be confident or I'm shy about this thing Mm -hmm. or, and it's like, I mean, most of us learn shame. And so the the beauty of that is that we can unlearn it. But I mean, it definitely took me a lot of time and I still have lots of issues that brewed, um, I mean, through Catholic school, but I mean, through other things like body shame and and all kinds of stuff that maybe prevent other people from having, uh, 
like really open access to the kind of pleasure they want. Definitely. And having this conversation, I think you just hit the nail on the head when you said like, where else are people having this conversation? Because Mm -hmm. when it comes to eating ass, I feel like this new, I don't know, like something that folks on Instagram were kind of commenting around like this show and trying to get, you know, trying to put their questions out there was around like this newfound and putting quotations popularity around this. And so like now we see it in songs. Some people think like only gay people do it. Some people like just think like people people do it in porn. Like where do you think this I guess resurgence or maybe popularity came from when it came to when it comes to eating ass? Yeah, <laughs> I love that this is you know our evening. <laughs> where do you think popularity of ass eating? <laughs> Um, this is breaking news. <laughs> uh, hello, this is um, important to me. Hello. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that, um, like, it, it kind of depends on whatever society thinks is normal at the moment. And mm. I think there's lots of influences for that. I mean, pop culture and celebrity culture and movies and uh, things like that can influence um, the types of, uh, like, things we eroticize and yeah. that we find sexy. Um, and then, I mean, it also kind of depends on, uh, where you are and like what access to information and, and, uh, kind of media you, you would have. Mm. Um, like for example, I mean, in the UK, like face sitting in porn is illegal. And so they just decided like as a society, like that's something that's not, um, uh, or it's considered obscene, I guess. So it's yeah. considered illegal. And then whereas, like, in, in Canada and the U.S., like, that's that's not considered illegal. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, context kind of, like, matters and gets us inspired about different things. But I particularly think that the booty um, is about a lot of this, like, breaking down taboo um, and exploring uh, areas that are not necessarily just about um, kind of like reproduction, mm. but like really thinking about like sensation and pleasure and, um, you know, the butthole is like the great gender equalizer. Yeah. Like everyone has a butthole. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, so, you know, Luna, like we're girls, you know, I could talk to yeah. you. Here's the thing. So I'm, 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 I feel like I'm newly walking into the world of, um, eating booty myself. Right. Yeah. And I think I mean we're going to we're going to explore all of my stuff with it, but I think part of my stuff with it is when I see it in porn, it's like we're just going for it. And then we're going from vagina to butt. And then my my technical brain is like, "Wait, wait, wait, can you do that? Like there's there's germs. There's like germ there's germs. There's germs." <laughs> you just going back and forth from hole to hole. And then I think for me, I mean, there's so many like issues with porn, but I think one of my issues, especially when it comes to this, it's like, I'm eating the butt and now it's gaped open. And now you're like looking at my internal ass organs. And it's like, wait, why does it have to, why does it have to be like this? Like, is this the way it's supposed to be? I'm like, why are we okay? We were having a scene. We're good. And then now you are just like literally opening up my ass cheeks and like my buttholes open, it's like, wait, is this the way it's supposed to be? Like, why is it so? I don't want to say obscene because that could be a lot of people's like realities, and like they're probably fine with that. But when I see it, I'm just like, that. That's not, mm-mm, mm-mm, not my cup of tea. Like, what you doing? What you doing back there? What's happening? 
<laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't think that um, porn gives us the best like spectrum of activity. <laughs> it shows us like the most extreme, the most performative, the most right. dramatic. Um, and I kind of feel like you know a lot of us don't have access to other visuals that are um, you know not necessarily performative, mm. but maybe more sensual or yeah. educational. And so we end up with like you know I need to get fisted up my ass in right. order to have good anal. And you know I think one of the biggest myths about like porn um with like butt play especially penetrative butt play mm. is that you know you, you it has to be painful like it has to hurt um and i mm. already saw some comments on the the page about like oh this has hurt for me in the past and it's like it's so sad yeah. you can like seduce and love up the booty without any sort of like pain yeah. and and even you know you raise a good point too it's like you're when you're eating booty you're eating particular things from that hole and then if you're eating pussy you're eating particular things from that hole right and so like in porn it's like they have gone through like rigorous you know 72 hour 48 hour kind of cleansing that gets their orifices as clean as uh, they can be but okay. like most of us aren't doing that so right. you gotta keep the booty in the booty <laughs> or use dental dance right I'm just like wait why like I just can't can't even it's funny because if that scene comes on i'm just like nope mm -mm, yeah i'm good i'm good your butt boner right because i just can't even because like i just keep getting so technical with it i'm like wait 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 but if you stuck your tongue there but now you're sticking (laughs) your tongue here and then wait now we're making out like i don't know what's happening anymore like my brain just like goes into so many different extremes where i'm like yeah I don't know if I'm Yeah, gonna... I know. And, like, I'm like you. Like, I can appreciate the hotness of it. Like, I think there's, you know, there's an intimacy people are looking for by kind of just, like, being able to go everywhere, anywhere, wherever they want. Right. Um, and actually, if someone eats your booty and then kisses your mouth, there's, like, <laughs> less risk that way. Yeah. Like, there's, like, you know, it's your own butt germ. So it's going right back in your digestive tract. Like... <laughs> it's, just, it's just, like, this, why is it... See, that's the thing. Like... You see, I, I like I told you, I'm still on this journey because now it's like getting into the moment and not thinking so deeply about it. Because then my other thought is like, well, what happens to my germs in your mouth? Like, it's just, it's just, you know what? It's so much. It's so much, Luna. It's so yeah, much. Yeah, you're going deep. You're going, you're going deep. <laughs> right. We're going to stay outside the butt. <laughs> no, but I think I, I have those kinds of, um, I get those questions a lot. And then I also sometimes have them in the moment. Mm. And it's almost like a little bit of a, um, like, I think education kind of helps. And then it's a little bit of a mind over matter to empower mm. that moment with the education. Because... Mm. I mean, we've been taught over and over and over again hygiene and sanitation and wash your hands and get feces off your hands, and then now I'm sticking my face in an right. asshole. So. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. So speaking of all of those things that we just said, what do you think are some of the mistakes that folks are making when it comes to – let's start with giving. When folks are giving, yeah. what do you think are some mistakes people are making? Um, I think when folks are, are giving, um, they're probably not – communicating with like the receiver as much as they could to figure out like what feels good Mm -hmm. and to reassure them that you know hey I'm not putting anything in you like I'm just like tickling all these cute little crinkles on your asshole outside (laughs) because a lot of people will like tense up right you're like oh my god you're gonna lick it for three seconds and then try and shove your fist in me you know like (laughs) I don't want it I don't want it I don't want it no 
So, uh, yeah, I think that's the big one. I think there's probably a lack of communication. Mm. Um, I also think people think that when there's no, um, well, even for internal play, but often for external anal play, people forget that you can still use lube. Like, you don't have to just use spit. Like, even oh. if you're not penetrating or staying outside on on the asshole, like, it would be great to have. You can use coconut oil if you're not um, worried about using uh, latex barriers, like mm. condoms and dental dams. You know, then you can have, like, a coconut-flavored asshole. Oh, I didn't even... You see, okay. You know, we're going to get we're gonna get to my thing with that in a, in a second. I didn't even think about that. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, coconut goodness. donut hole. <laughs> I can't. See, my brain just keeps going, keeps going to Dunkin' Donuts because, I mean, like, their donut holes are just amazing. Like, it's just... Well, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> So what you're you, never going to be able to look at Dunkin' Donuts I the same way again. I can't either. But then I think I think this will help because then I'll see everything is yummy because I love, I absolutely love donut holes. So I, you know what? Maybe if I make the connection, that will help yeah. me in like getting like getting through getting all of this in. I like it. I like this strategy. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think the mistakes that folks are making who are the receivers? Um, for receivers, um, I find that sometimes, like, we, we want to be the butthole that can do all the things, you know, like, we want to be in the mood, like, sometimes our eyes are bigger than our butts, like, and we don't want to say, you know, hey, that doesn't feel that great, or, like, move our bodies in a way that communicates, like, non-verbally that, you know, like, this, I need shallower, deeper, or anything like that, so you can't, like, dance with your giver if you're you're not really like relaxing into figuring out like what your body needs mm-hmm. and people tense up around anal they tense up like on their even if their outside wants it like their inside is just like oh my god no it's gonna hurt <laughs> or they're remembering past experiences where it wasn't that great yeah um and I think like positions like maybe you know you don't you tried it in one position and on your back or like on your stomach and you didn't like it um I find like as a receiver, I really like it when if I'm lying um with like kind of like like head down bum up and then you know you get to feel a little bit kind of sexy, you're like wiggling around, you're like comfortable. Um, but for some people that can feel boring because you're not like looking at anything. <laughs> <Unless it's a> <laughs> <mirror>. <laughs> That's when the extra props have to come into place. Right. Oh my goodness. So, okay. So speaking of that, I realized we jumped into mistakes. What? Okay. Let's talk about technique. Like what do we, how do we get good at this? What do we do? How do we start? If we've never done it before, how do we, how do we go there? Yeah, I am really about seducing the butt. And I think that is like, that's the butt crack, the butt cheek, Mm. the perineum, like everything. So I think one thing is to like get your partner really comfortable by being like, yeah, baby, like it's time for like booty munching or whatever it is. (laughs) And like eating the donut hole, whatever, whatever all these. I know there's like a million things now for it's called. Like munching. um, And like maybe kissing them like all the way down their back and like ending up at their butt crack and, you know, really like taking time to like enjoy their skin and take in their scent um and for the receiver like making sure that you feel like 
really fresh and clean. Like maybe you put one soapy knuckle up in your bum, like when you're taking your shower so that you're, that's pretty much as far as like a tongue is going to go. You don't need to do huge enemas. You don't need to like do like douching. You pretty much just need a soapy finger and you're good. Um, and then decide if like you're using barriers, are you going to use like non-microwavable saran wrap or, um, a dental dam or like a cut open condom or whatever it is. If you want a barrier between the butthole and your mouth, um, and then you need to spread the cheeks. Oh boy. It's my favorite part. Oh boy. <laughs> because then you get to look at the cute little butthole and like appreciate it and see the art of the ass. <laughs> there you go, Luna. There you go. Go ahead. Make, make it you sexy. Know, right? And then maybe you can drool on it and just kind of like get the outside wet. So what happens when you start to stimulate the outside is that you get blood flow to all those cute little crinkles and that increases like their vessels expanding. So you have more arousal in that area. So your partner is going to relax. You're going to get turned on. Um, and I really like to like kind of bury my face between someone's cheek and maybe you can kind of aim your chin at the butthole because your chin's not going to fall in their ass. So it's a safe <laughs> thing to kind of like, press against it and just like kiss them and tell them that they smell good and they're delicious. Like reassuring and affirming someone's like sexiness is just going to make them into a puddle for you to eat up. I'm going to have... I'm, I'm sitting on this, Luna. My mouth is open a little bit. There's been... Yep. My mouth is open for several reasons. All right. Yeah. So, I think so. <laughs> so... I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So, here we go. That... This... I'm going to tell you between, like, what you just said has always been, like, a concern or not even... Good, a concern. I'll keep it at concern. That, like, me and my friends have talked about. So, like, okay. So I'm I'm open to this. I want I want to see what this ass eating is all about. But see, my brain can't get over the scent. Like as a like as a person who would be receiving, right? So for yeah. instance, like I feel like it doesn't matter how many times you drop it down low in the shower, you got a washcloth, you got like you got your hand, you got the whole bar of soap, you got a washcloth. It doesn't matter like how many times you rub, take the bar of soap directly to your ass, take the washcloth to your ass. It doesn't matter how many times you do that. I just feel like you still like put a towel down there to like dry off and it still smells. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it stills. <laughs> it's that was shockingly descriptive. I, I just wanted you to know. You know we can't see each other, so I just. Are I you just, holding a towel? Just, Are you holding a butt shaped towel? I just want to know. I want you to know my process, right? And so it's like, okay. <laughs> You, I want, you know, we can't see each other, so I'm trying to, like, let you know, right? I'm trying to paint, literally, paint the picture for you. So, yes, like, yes. you do all of that stuff, and it's still, like, wait. Because it's not like, it's not like, you know, your vulva and vagina where you, like, hit it with the soap one time. Pow! Boom! We're good. Like, pow! Take it away. Eat all you like. Like, woo! Right, right. Like, oh, was I sweating this afternoon? Not sweating anymore. Like, we're good. Whereas I feel right. like with the backside... You can literally do everything. And, like, when them two cheeks come close together, it's just still, like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's still it's still booty yeah. smell. So I don't is that am I thinking too deeply about it? Like if you take like a good shower and do what you said with like a soapy now the soapy finger thing, I I haven't explored. I haven't explored. But like if you take a good shower, you do all the steps that I talked about, do you feel like we should be good out here? Yeah. I have <laughs> yeah, I have three things. <laughs> <laughs> I collected three things. Well, I gave you a million things, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, okay, so the, the you could do, um, sometimes if I'm going to have anal play that's penetrative, just to make myself feel more comfortable, um, I'll use like a, a, an anal syringe that sort of just like helps you shoot a little bit of water up your, into your anal canal, oh, and then hell. like flushes out just like whatever's in the, like, in the immediate area, so okay. you're not disturbing, like, a bowel movement that might come. It's okay. just sort of, you know, whatever's in the canal. Um, and sometimes that gives people confidence because it's just like, okay, I know nothing's up there. Like, <laughs> even, like, you know, like, unless you've got lizard tongue, like, eating your donut hole, like, they're not going to touch shit. Right. So, <laughs> like, um, oh, and then... Oh, that's so it, true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right because the poop isn't just sitting right there. It's, like, way up more. Anyway, yeah, even, like you okay. got to work to get it out. Right, like, exactly. and you know, like, exactly. <laughs> if you've had issues during the day, if you had Taco Bell and you got messed <laughs> up, then you know it's probably not good to have analingus that night. That's okay. Like, skip it for one night. Right. Um. Or I think the other thing is like a lot of people, um, like they really like the taste of a butthole in the same way that they like the taste of, um, you know, the sweat in the crevice between your crotch and like your upper thigh, like because it's got wet it's kind of musky um it tastes like skin it never um unless someone has just had a bowel movement it's really unlikely for it to taste or even smell like feces um but if you Mm -hmm. do feel like there's even that kind of maybe for some people like that musky scent that some people like then for other people it just reminds them of the area where they're at and so that can feel like kind of triggering of like oh god like my face is on a butthole mm. so I think in those cases like using a dental dam like just use a barrier because your dental dam is going to taste like banana it's not going to taste like butthole so, like, so um, or gems. flavored lube or um, like I like the uh, wicked aqua lube I find that that's like um, kind of it, it, there's one that tastes like pink lemonade you could have a pink lemonade asshole Ooh. or like coconut oil like if it's something that's um, that's going to contrast the the taste of like the skin. But um, yeah, if people are concerned about shit, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's probably, it's good. It, it's like your shower and your finger. I think that's like usually what people recommend, but there's like really good ass eating guide or ass cleaning guides. Um, I think from team Vogue did one and there's one on my site. Uh, yeah, um, hello. Tell us your site. Hello. This is your time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. So, LunaMatatas.com. And there is a for love of eating ass on there. Um, And I actually wrote wrote, um, an ode to eating ass. Do you want me to read it for you? Oh, my God. Please. Yes. Dearest puckered asshole, you draw me in with your little pleasure crinkles and keep me lusting for your special anal delicious Ah. taste. Yes. My tongue loves to tickle, tease, and tuck inside and slowly seduce your hungry little hole. <laughs> yes! You know what? You know what, Luna? Let me tell you something. I like that. I like the guide you got. 
But now that I gave you all my tips, now what you can do is sell the drop it down low in the shower Vanessa Vagisteam towels now. See, with your special bar soap because you know me. I have to do both. I got to get the bar soap in there. I got to get the washcloth in there. Bar soap, washcloth a few times, and then boom. Yes. I feel better. Yes. 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 I will totally do this. (laughs) Luna Steam. Luna Steam bar soap plus the washcloth. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll throw in a Peg the Patriarchy shirt <laughs> yes. and, like, a fuck like a goddess panty, and it's good to go. Yes. You got your, like, evening date night. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, everything you just provided, I think, helps so much because I think there's, I think folks, including myself, like, you want, you want to try the new thing, you want to fall into the pleasure, but it's like, you can't, and you know this from, like, any, any type of act, like, you can't fall into the pleasure if, like, your brain is preoccupied with, like, do I smell okay? Wait, is everything yeah. okay back there? Like, oh, wait, like, is my stomach bubbling up? Like, there's just so many things that can potentially run <laughs> through your mind that, you know, totally. can keep us yeah. from an experience. So I think all of the tips you just gave about, like, hey, if you wash, you should be totally fine. And some people are totally fine with, like, with the different ways that you might, you know, prepare, prepare, you know, your backside uh, for the analingus, <laughs> since we're using all of the different words tonight. And I think something I never thought of was the lube part. Like, I just never... I think I think I've just been so like thinking about like your natural spit and that's it. Like not really thinking like yeah. you could flavor it, you could change it up, you can put coconut oil on it, you could add lube. So that's a really good tip. Thank you. No problem. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So I think one of the biggest myths that I don't know, I'm sure you have I'm sure you have like a a a big list of myths as well. But I feel like one of the biggest myths that, that comes up, or maybe it's not a myth, is that there's poop involved and that you will have poop on your face. Like someone may like get into it and poop on you. And like, even in some of the comments and DMS I got on this episode, people are like, tell people that poop happens. And I'm like, what, what, what? So is that tr- is that a, is that is that true or is that a myth? Um. Well, so if you're staying outside of the anus, like if you're just eating ass, so you're licking, you know, your tongue is lapping over the hole, or you're kind of using it to tickle, um, then it's really unlikely, unless someone is like having like a, a bowel issue, and like maybe they, you know, like don't eat ass if your partner has diarrhea. True. Like, right. Of basic course. Rule. Basic of course. rule number one. Um, but yes. if you do put like your finger or maybe a butt plug or something inside someone's ass and then you're pulling it out, there is the potential that there is some um, like poop or, or shit particles. Um, so the best thing is like I really like wearing uh, latex or nitrile um, black gloves because mm. they look really sexy. And like then when you're done playing with whatever, if you put that finger in the ass and um, then you want to play with someone's genitals or you want to put your hands in their mouth or you just want to continue playing, then you just flip that glove off and throw it on your vagistine black towel that I'm going to make. And, you know, <laughs> you're, like, you're like good to go. Like, <laughs> yes. Um, so it's kind of just like finding ways to to minimize mess while like upping eroticism, 
You know, it doesn't have to feel like clinical or prescriptive. Like I put on the glove and then I look at my partner and then I snap the glove. And oh. like, you know, you get to make kind of a, a playfulness with the stuff that you're using to make sure that you're keeping stuff in the butt in the butt. And yes. if there's a little bit of shit, I mean, it's an asshole. Like I'm more worried about shit coming out of my asshole than I am <laughs> about shit coming out of someone's asshole that I'm playing with. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, my God. And I think... Um, Keep, like, baby wipes nearby Mm. also, like, um, just so that you can... And you can always just tell someone, like, if there there is shit, you can just be like, hey, like, just go freshen up and I'll be waiting for you here so we can, like, keep doing, like, whatever. Keep fucking, I'm going to sit on your face. Whatever. Whatever you're going to do next. Like, kind of just make it really, like, easy and gentle for someone to take care of their body and get cleaned up and then come back. God, Luna, you are like the perfect lover. Look at you just making it sexy. <laughs> this, thank you, thank Luna. I got your booty. I got your booty. <laughs> I got you. Just go ahead and clean up, and I'm be sitting right. Here. <laughs> no, but that's perfect though, because I think, of course, but it's not even I think. It's we know this from the way that things are portrayed. It's either portrayed perfectly and so you never see any of these conversations around like what happens if someone like queefs or what happens if someone falls off the bed or what happens when like someone can't get it up or what the hell all the different real life scenarios that can potentially happen in a sexual situation that folks just completely omit out of porn of course because i mean that's a theatrical performance in in a lot of cases and yeah just even like wherever we are seeing like um sex in the mainstream so i think what you just said there is even is another big gem like things happen it's people's bodies like let's not shame and like let's just keep it moving like all you need to do is just go freshen up yeah yeah and then, you know, take that time to, like, wrap up the Vagistine towel and, like, <laughs> move on. Like, set up whatever's next. Put out some rope. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead and freshen up with your Vagistine bar of soap. Hit them cheeks. Hit them cheeks. Hit them cheeks and rinse. And <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm committed. <laughs> <laughs> so something else that came to mind for me, thinking as a person who's thinking about, like, having sex with, with, you know, with a person with a penis, a person who's heterosexual, I feel like there's a lot of stigma, especially with, I mean, I feel this about people with penises in general, especially folks who are like cishet men, like Mm. not being able to really explore all the realm, the whole realm of pleasure, because it's like, that's a but. I don't, as a man, I don't do stuff with a butt. And it's like, okay, um, I could give you this pleasure, but you, you're so wrapped up in what this act means. And I think there's a couple of things that are coming up for me. One, how do people, cishet men in particular, just open themselves up to this experience and just go with it if their partner wants to, you know, eat their ass. And number two, I think it's important to tell givers about consent because I feel like sometimes we get so excited about the new things and I feel like people are going to be so excited to eat ass now as a result of this episode. But 
<laughs> I feel like yeah. some people are so excited to give that they don't even consider like some people might just don't want stuff happening with their butt and we have to like go at that person's pace and have a conversation and you know let them feel safe in that until they feel more comfortable if they ever feel more comfortable opening up so what are your thoughts on what's what are your thoughts on those two things yeah, I think the first one is so real. I think mm. there's so much stigma around like who gets penetrated mm. in like this in, in heterosexual relationships, and um, and then and then on top of that, the fact that like it's an anus that that we're talking about, right. um, and we know that you know not all gay men like butt play. Right, I mean, right. They they also like different things, and um, I think like having a conversation with with your partner is a great idea. Like kind of just saying like, hey, like I've been thinking about this, or have you been curious about this? Have you ever thought? And you know, if you're someone who has the reaction of like, mm, no, like I don't want to do that. Like you don't have to do anything, but right. if there's a way for you to kind of unpack a layer that might potentially give you access to more pleasure, like wouldn't you want it? So, I mean, like, kind of, like, thinking about, like, well, why don't I want this? Like, mm. have I ever actually thought about it? Do I think it's homophobic or do I think it's gay? And, that, like, that's a, that's, a, that's my own home in, um, homophobia I'm sort of kind right. of dealing with. Right. And, um, or is it just, like, yeah, like, the butt is not a sexual organ for me. Like, it doesn't really do anything mm. for me to think about it, to think about it being stimulated. Um, and then being able to like, anytime your partner brings you a fantasy or an idea to not kind of like, I had a partner that would always just kind of shut it down immediately, but to say to your partner, like, you know, tell me more, Mm. like, like invite a safe space. And so that you're not committing to doing anything anal, but kind of like, Oh, like, tell me more. Like, is it about them wanting to penetrate you? Is it about them just wanting to like, take it to another kind of like taboo, fun, playful, intimate act? I mean, cause like the things we do are just the things like, so you can, have like penetrative anal play on a cis het man and it doesn't mean he's submissive right. it doesn't mean he's right. role playing a female like it could just mean he's getting fucked a different way and it feels good like that isn't and it that, feels good right yeah. isn't that why we're in these situations to feel good and so for me I'm, I feel like I'm constantly debating with and I'm only picking on cis het men in particular just because I, I feel more familiar um, yeah. with, and those are the people that I've had sex with. I feel like it, it just becomes like a, no, like that is gay. This is straight. And it's like, bro, yeah. like you could feel so good if you just let someone touch your chest. <laughs> like you yeah. could feel so good if yeah. someone, you just and let I mean, someone. even kind yeah. of like talking about like introducing, like maybe like touching the taint, you mm. know, like, you know, the, someone told me it was called nacho, like nacho. <laughs> dick and nacho ass and so I love that that's my favorite um and kind of like you know if you're if like they're receiving a hand dog like maybe inviting their partner to touch underneath their balls and so it's not their asshole but it's sort of an area Mm. also connected to the pelvic floor Mm. and um like also pushes up on the prostate and feels really good for some men um but I mean it's it's kind of it's partly like the they sort of need to unlearn their shame around it if they want access to this kind of a pleasure. Because for me, I mean, this isn't everyone's rule, but like if you're not willing to like touch your own butt, like go in the shower and touch your butt, then right. like you can't like be inside mine. Mm, um, speak on and it. I know that's that's only like one way. Like I, you don't have to do that, but like, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's not the only way to have empathy for that. And I was like, I know, but this is what my butt wants. <laughs> 
yeah, I yeah, I feel like we close ourselves off, and I feel like I mean this this goes beyond just like our conversation too. But I know like just from talking to friends that like you know I don't mind doing for this for you if only like you could just open yourself up a little bit more. And I've had men who are like, no, only focus on my penis. And it's like, but you have a whole entire body. Like, yeah. let someone kiss your back. Let someone literally be like, caress your neck and see how good that feels. Like, yeah. feel some sensuality. Yeah. Maybe they're scared of like the sensual nature of just yeah. like feeling other feelings. And so I, I mean, I hope this opens up some conversations, but I also hope it lets people know like, yo, just do what feels good. And if it feel good, it feels good for you. It doesn't have to have a label. It could just, it is what it is. It is what oh, it I is. I love that message. Yeah. And just let it, let it, yeah, let it happen. And I think especially for people who are excited to do things, just being, just proposing it or, you know, kind of like going with like your partner's, um, Comfort, because I know, like, when you start learning your partner, you start feeling like when they pull back, when they lean in, what feels good, and like g- going slow, especially if we're trying something new, so the person doesn't feel like they have to just like do the thing that you newly proposed to them. So all of that totally. comes up for me when I'm thinking about this too. You know, yeah, I my- really like that. I I love the idea of like going slow and like engaging sensuality. I think a lot of times like our culture doesn't give men permission to be sensual Mm. and we expect that sensuality is like trapped in just romantic or affectionate or long-term relationships or something. I don't know. But like sensuality for me is is very much just about like opening up our senses to see like what other crevices of pleasure like we have. Right. Like if you can get more turned on by scent or taste, like why the fuck not? Like keep adding on all of like the deliciousness to your experiences. Right. And the thing is, it's like, who who the hell are you afraid of judging you? Because, like, it's only us. It's only us up in here. Like, who cares if yeah. you like, you know, as a man, as a person, you know, as a cishet man, wanting your, you know, ass to be ate or wanting someone to, like, touch you there, or, like, touch you in the nacho. In the nacho? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right in the nacho. Touch your nacho. <laughs> touch your nacho. All right, so Luna, I have a ton of questions. I'm going to consolidate these, of course, but we got a ton of questions as it relates to this topic on Instagram. Are you ready for some Instagram questions? All right, so the first question comes from someone, I'm going to just call the person Inns. I'll go by Inns. That's the first part of their name. It says, um, what do women get out of it? I've personally never understood the fascination of what could be pleasurable about that area, considering our G-spot is within the vagina and not the anus. I've done some research, but I'm still a bit ignorant on this topic and would love to learn more. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. I mean, we're, we're told that the, the anus has a lot of pleasure for people with penises because they have prostates and they're, um, their prostate the equivalent of the G spot. But, um, it's, it's a common, um, misunderstanding, like that we forget that the outside of the anus has a ton of nerve endings. Mm. And so you get a lot of pleasure without even being penetrated. And for people who get penetrated, um, some people do have anal orgasms. And also we know that our, our mind is like our biggest sex organ. And so, 
even like engaging in the intimacy and the taboo and sort of the mental eroticism in addition to the physical sensation if someone's being penetrated um, can like be this explosive combination for some people and for other people, nothing. Mm. So it's really kind of about finding like whatever the sweet spot is and not having any expectations of a penetration or having like some sort of magical, you know, butt orgasm from it. But we, we have lots of pleasure that isn't connected to direct orgasm. Ooh, speak on it, Luna. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. I want all the things like I like neck kisses, but I'm not going to come from neck kisses. Right. Right. You want to just like experience it and feel that you're right. All of those nerve endings, the pleasure that the giver might feel as well for giving. So I think all of those things definitely fall in place. Yes. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Like yes. I love a giver that gets pleasure from it. Mm-hmm. It turns me on to like watch someone get, get off on giving. Yes. I love it. All right. You ready for yeah. our next question? I'm ready. Um, This person goes by Nick's. Um, Nick says, as curious as I am, it actually hurts for me. How can we fix this? And yes, we use lube all the time. I'm assuming Nick's is probably talking about penetration. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's a good question because we want anal, not penal. Yeah. Hello. And- okay, now. Okay, come on, Luda. Come on, Luda. Yes. Yes. I feel like that should be on a t-shirt, but I wouldn't feel safe wearing it. <laughs> Yes. You know, until like, yeah, we end rape culture. I won't feel safe wearing it. Come on now. Come on. Speak on it. Uh, Okay. So um, with this one, it's, um, we have like two um, main sphincters that are involved when we're having anal sex. So Mm. there's one that's outer and one that's inner. And the inner one is actually controlled by um, our parasympathetic nerve system. So it's like kind of about our body's level of relaxation and like how like, you know, like peaceful or comfortable. Um, And for a lot of people that's connected to respect and communication and body comfort and connection. And then you've got your external sphincter, which is why eating ass and massaging asshole and seducing the butt is so important because that one is relaxed by physical stimulation. Mm. So sometimes they're not in sync. Sometimes your ass on the outside is like totally ready to go and your ass your anal sphincter on the inside is kind of like not today but <laughs> so like, um you know in moments like that you kind of need to appreciate whatever pleasure is available at that moment and yes. maybe adjust or kind of figure out like um a more intentional path towards like getting the things in the context that you need to feel really comfortable like maybe that's talking about your partner about like going too quickly to that area or like um, you know, feeling stressed out about that it has to end in penetration or things like that. Like, that stops it for me. Like, I'm mm. like, but why can't we just stay on the outside? Like, and, and kind of speaking up about, well, this just feels really good right here. You don't need to kind of end up all the way in. Ooh, yes. I love that. And, I mean, we have um, – I did an episode with Dr. Dr. Donna, um, like, a while ago on – on anal sex and something that um, that's always my motto when I'm teaching about anal is my, is my equation. I like to go real churchy with it. Cause I'm like, uh, lubrication <laughs> plus yep, communication yep. equals good anal sex. I don't have, I don't have a good T T I O N uh, ending word that goes with that <laughs> equation. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's I okay. Mean, we can imagine. I know. Right. It's, I think it's, it's all of, it's all of those things. And I think sometimes we just need, I think sometimes we're just so into like doing the act that we just, you know, we don't even like, 
enjoy the getting up to the act. Like sometimes it might take us a little bit. It might take our booty hole like a little bit of time to just open up. And that might yeah. be over a, like a few sessions and we got to just yeah. like work with ourselves and be patient with ourselves. Like, yeah, do we want like an end goal? Absolutely. But I feel like something that we've just as sexually active people period for the whole, I'm talking to the whole universe, the sexually active people. I think something that we've like after, after eighth grade, something that we lost is like the like working up and the like just being happy to be there kind of feelings. And like, I feel like past that we got into the like achievement um, part of sex. And like, all we want is just like the end, the end, how can I get the thing in the thing so we could do the thing? And it's like, yo, sometimes you just need to be patient with yourself. And like, maybe within that patience with yourself, you learn like this may not, you know what, this may not be my jam. Um, yeah. (laughs) And imagine if like you gave your partner, um, an orgasm by eating their ass because you created, like, such, like, an erotic, aroused state for them. Mm. Like, lots of people come from nipple play or, like, right. things that are not necessarily penetrative. And I think that's the hottest thing ever to be, like, yeah, I didn't even touch your genitals and, like, you got an orgasm. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think we got, we got to take our time and be patient with ourselves, forgive ourselves and all of those things yeah. and just be in the moment. Um. I have two more. I feel like I have two more questions. I feel like people are hitting my inbox like by the minute. Um, okay. So I feel like we just answered this. I just want to make sure if there's anything else we wanted to add on. Um, Savvy asked, how do I separate toxic learner behaviors about associating anal play with homosexuality or that he's less masculine? It's something I'm not proud of and wants to be able to allow my partner to explore pleasure and safe and judge-free environment. What are some tricks tips or resources to help me unlearn things. I feel like we just covered that, right? Yeah, yeah. And okay. I mean, just like kudos to them. Like that's, that's really awesome because it totally is about toxic masculinity and not yeah. about like a healthy form of masculinity to, you know, have things that get in the way um, that are filled with like hate and misunderstanding and, and instead like shame-free pleasure, you know? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I think, and th- I think even like touching your own butt and kind yeah. of um, sometimes masturbation change, can change the way that we relate um, our mind to a particular physical activity. Yeah. And so like maybe when he's masturbating, he can also try like touching his butt and mm. like still thinking about his really like masculine and like, you know, really sexy fantasies that are his go-to yeah. or his go-to porn or whatever it is, but he's creating this new physical connection to his his asshole yeah i also think if i'm assuming i'm if i'm assuming this person's um this person's gender i think this person is a woman having sex with a man and she's trying to undo her own um her own like learn like homosexual like anti like homophobic stuff that she might be bringing into the bedroom that doesn't allow her and her partner to um to really like explore. And I think, I, th- I think like one, what you said, because maybe the partner needs to like undo some things as well. I also mm. think that I think when we're talking about like having a sex positive space, I think it really also involves, like we talked about at the beginning, like undoing shame, unlearning, mm. undoing, because when we really want to create a space where we're like f- completely free that really means, like, I feel like doing some prep work beforehand, like, 
having some conversations about like, what do you like? And I know that conversation is hard for some people, but I think even letting your partner, the way that I, the way that I advise people and the way that I do it too, like if you're like, all right, let me just try, let me, let me see where this goes after we might have a conversation or maybe we're feeling like the person's not really clear is I like to like put, lay my partner's hands on like my head or like my neck or my shoulder to kind of guide me and direct me to like where they want me to go. And so I feel like we learn something in the moment too. Like, oh, I didn't know you liked me kissing up under your underarm. Like, (laughs) I will will try there. Or like, oh, I didn't know you liked me like massaging your balls like this. Like, let me do that. And let me, you know, because now we're like learning. I feel like we're learning each other's bodies. And we're also like hearing each other in like a different way. But I think in order to do that, we need to release any notions that we have about that person's body about what we think any sex acts you know mean in any context what i think even de- i think even decentering like gender roles if i'm thinking about mm. these people this 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 account and this this question properly even just undoing gender roles that come in the bedroom because it's like if you feel like women only need to do x like i need to lay here and you need to get on top of me and then oh, and then you know, in order for him to feel dominant, he needs to do these things. And and, like, I think we need to just like release all of those things. And I know it takes time. I personally feel like, I I personally feel like undoing and unlearning has just taken, has just been about like education, getting out of my head and just like learning, just like learning and just like being open to the feelings. Because if I'm here to have a good time, like no matter what that looks like, that's comfortable um, I want to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, I fully agree. I mean, it's it's really limiting and fragile to keep our mm. narrow versions of like eroticism and pleasure. Yes. I also would suggest like looking at different porn. Yeah, like okay, just cool. seeking out like porn that's not your go-to porn. Yes. Huh. Yeah, huh. Luna. <laughs> let me tell you something. I tried that a few times. Whoa, people like some stuff out here. Okay, people like some stuff. Let me tell you. Something. I think. Um, I think the most interesting because I I did I took your advice. I think the, the most interesting <laughs> that I've ever looked at. I I forgot what this. I feel like this the this category was called vor porn, and it was where people were eating like figurines or like putting them in their mouths at least. And I was like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Oh my gosh. So you're right. You're right. Like not my thing, not my thing, but I could appreciate what you doing. I could appreciate what you like over there. Like, great. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah. And even the one last thing I would say is like, even, um, you know, it's it's kind of like the porn doesn't do it. Like some people find it to, like we said in the beginning, like it's kind of the extreme version of whatever you're trying to look at. Um, I've been masturbating to literotica.com since like I was 15 and like, you know, looking at like reading erotica can also open up our imagination, like way beyond what sort of our, our physical limitations are and, um, can give us an opportunity to kind of plug in our own versions, like, and then use the erotica as like the background. And so you're kind of just like really retraining your erotic mind to let go of all this shame bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I forgot about erotica. I forgot about erotica. Come on, Luna. I love erotica. Come on, I love Luna. It. Come 
Luna? I used to I used to work at the library in high school and I would check out like all the Zane books and all the <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It's like I Catholic schoolgirl with like my plaid skirt on and I would just and I didn't have to go see the thing is easy for me because I could check out my own books. So no one could like no one could see what I was reading. And so it was a good, it was a good time. It was a good time. All right. I have one more question. This is my sure. last one. And then I'm going I'm to let you go. I'm going to let you go. Sorry, Luna. Okay. <laughs> no, this is okay. This is so fun. I love talking about buttholes with you. <laughs> so, okay. This last one comes from Pleasure Mechanics. And Pleasure Mechanics says, how does the experience... Hold on, I'm, no, okay, sorry. I'm going to edit this. <laughs> how does... <laughs> Because I'm like reading it as we go. So how yeah, yeah. how does she experience the relationship between arousal and disgust? Oh, I think this is like third person talking to you. Okay, how oh. how did how does she experience the relationship between arousal and disgust? Many people can do things in bed that would otherwise disgust them, as arousal minimizes the disgust mechanism. So some people could get super into eating booty in the heat of the moment, but might gag at the thought of it sober in the light of day. Is this relationship present for her or does the enthusiasm exist with or without arousal? I think uh, the, I think the hurt is quick. you. Yeah, that's very, it's a very sophisticated yes, it question. Is. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think um, I think it's actually a good question because there's um, a lot of misunderstanding around many sexual activities that, like, we haven't been trained to see as connected to sexy or aroused or pleasure or erotic. Um, and, you know, things like um, people don't understand foot fetishes and people don't understand cross-dressing or mm. uh, why someone wants to be human furniture, like a lot of kink things we don't understand like what the eroticism is in it. And I, and, and for eating booty, um, it's not like people who like eating booty or want to eat booty walking around or like <laughs> looking for a booty to trip and fall into and yes. eat a dirty ass. Yes. Like some people have that fantasy, like that's, that's also okay, but it doesn't mean that that's sort of like the, um, you know, the most disgusting version of ass eating that someone's thinking about. That's not necessarily what arouses me or lots of other people who mm. like to eat ass. Um, in an erotic context, you've got things like, you know, you've had the communication, you've had like maybe your whatever hygienic um, things that you need to prepare, rituals you need to do in order to feel sexy, and you've decided on barriers, and you know, like you're you're aroused, you've probably been doing other things, you're kissing, you're talking, you're like dirty talking, and touching, and fucking, and um, so in those moments, like lots of things that people experience in a sexual or erotic context are not sexy outside of a sexual or a lot of context like think about being like you know choked or slapped or mm. like if someone or being called like a particular name you know maybe I like being called slut in bed but if we're like out buying cantaloupe and you call me slut I'm gonna punch you in the neck right so <laughs> it's like we, we we create that's where again like we bring in our erotic mind and gives us this like backdrop to be able to do all of the sexy things that maybe physically are not um sexy on their own yeah Luna, okay, damn, okay. <laughs> I think with every question you have blown my mind. Come on, answers. Come on, Luna. Yay! Yes. 
Yes. I'm so glad. Did I blow your butt open? I just um, you know what? I gotta drop down low in the shower a few times and make sure it's fresh. But um, <laughs> you know, I've been working all day, so I don't particularly feel the booty esteem right now. But you give me five minutes. <laughs> yeah, make it part of the ritual. Get in touch with your own inner booty sexiness. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, Luna! I had such a good time talking with you. I. I can't wait till you come back again. Like I am, I have, I have so many more questions, but we will end right here. We will end yeah. right here. Thank you so much for having me. This was amazing, Vanessa. I love that team and all the questions were awesome. All yes. really good questions. I appreciate you taking the time, but before you leave, where can listeners find you? Do you have any upcoming events? How can we support your work? Where can we find you? Yeah. Um, well, for people who are in Toronto, I have upcoming events on my website. So yes. that's Luna Matadas, L-U-M-A-M-A-T-A-T-A-S.com. Um, and then you'll actually find on my homepage, I have um, a newsletter sign up. And I'm starting to produce little kind of mini tutorial videos. There's two that have already gone out around dirty talk and around eating pussy like a champ. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> And so if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll get those delivered to you. Uh, and then on Instagram, I think Instagram's a really good place to follow me because I often go live and, like, talk about different things. I teach a lot of kink and group sex, threesome kind of information. Um, so for people who are curious about getting, like, sexually creative, yes. that's a good place to follow me. Yes, I'm, ha- I'm having you on to talk about those topics because um, we got some questions. We got some I questions. I got some answers. <laughs> <laughs> And before you go, go, my last question is, how do you build your vagisteam? So I coined the term vagisteam basically as a concept where I feel that if one builds the confidence of and in their vagina and vulva, that this leads to a healthier and satisfying sex life. So how do you build your vagisteam? Yeah, I love that question. Um, I definitely build my badge team by giving pleasure to my badge. Woo! Um, and, like, sometimes that's orgasms or sometimes that's just, like, lying around watching Netflix while I, like, play with my tubes, you know, or sometimes it's, like, making sure I give extra, like, you know, soapy, loving attention, yes. whatever it is, but, like, really noticing and being present that this is a part of my body that I've been taught to be ashamed of mm. and that I taught that, you know, we've been taught that it stinks or it's dysfunctional when it's bleeding, and I just want to love it up all the time so that when I um, – Ask other people to love it up. You know, I know what the standard looks like. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Okay, Luna. You just you just writing a book with all these anecdotes tonight. You better. <laughs> yes. Yes, Luna. Oh God. Oh my God. I want to write a fuck like a goddess book. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. I'm. We're ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to provide the towels and all of the merch. I'm here to provide the merch at your events. <laughs> Okay, oh, we're in this. We're in it. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I got it, boo. I'm here for you. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Luna, for being on with us. Thank you so much for sharing and being so open. I know that we are we are going to be leading the charge for more ass eating out here. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being on and taking the time to be on with us. Oh, you're so welcome. It's my pleasure. Yay! Happy booty eating. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you call out this conversation.